Yo, what's good, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to another Tyler Perry Sisters Review. This is Season 3, Episode 22, entitled A Woman's Work, and this is Season 3's season finale. Um, Thank you guys for uh, rocking with me this whole season. I know it's been tough for us all. Um, If this is your first time coming to my channel, welcome. If you are a returning family member, you already know what it is and what it always will be. And I just want to go ahead and apologize if you guys hear me drinking throughout this review because I am. And, well, wait, wait, wait a damn minute. I just heard how that sound. I'm not drinking alcohol. I can only imagine somebody talking about, man, I went to go listen to Hustle Queen Lee's review of Sisters and that heifer had the audacity to be up there getting lit. No, Florida decided to be cold today. And um, I knew I had to do some videos and I, I'm drinking tea. So I, I just had to point that out because I heard how I sound. I'm like, I don't want y'all to think nothing crazy. No. But anyway, uh, let's just get into this review. So we opened up where we left off last week with um, Hayden and Zach. So Hayden makes it known that he is fully aware that Zach has some um, insider trading business happening. And you can see the look on Zach's face. He just looked innocent. He just looked guilty. Excuse me. He just looked guilty. And I'm like, Zach. Don't have that look on your face. At least denied some part. But it was just so funny. And and I know Hayden is the hated person on the show. But I love to hate Hayden. I don't even hate him. I, I really like him. But he is he does get on my nerves. And I do understand why he is the quote-unquote villain of the show. But he's hilarious. And I think the one thing I do like about Hayden, and I've said this before, is that he doesn't allow this ex-con persona or whatever it is that he believes or Zach may believe that he has he doesn't allow it to affect him. He's still his irritating self. And so, you know, Zach was basically telling him certain things that he couldn't do. And he was like, no, I'm very well connected. I have friends at a DOJ. I have friends here. I'm connected here and there. So whatever information that he wants to get on Zach, he definitely can can get it. Now, whether he's right in that, Hayden doesn't care. He just, you know, his job and who he is puts him in a position to be able to have certain resources afforded to him so basically him is that going back and forth and he was just basically like you know I won't do anything if you you know just leave Fatima alone and so in my mind I really want to know what is it that Hayden believes he's going to get if Fatima and Zach no longer deal with each other he's never getting Fatima he will never experience her sexually again so I'm not really sure what's his motive like do you just not want Zach with her I don't understand. That hasn't really been made clear, but it's just hard for me to understand why he's doing what he's what he's doing without any benefits of Fatima and Zach not dealing with each other anymore. He will not reap any benefit of that. So that part makes his zealousness like confusing to me because he's going to win nothing. So basically Zach tells him to get out of his house. He was like, yeah, okay, you know, I'm going to be real happy when I can buy this once the um, the FBI or the government would ever seize this from you. So I'm not going in order because I don't remember how these things actually went, but I'm going to do my best. Um, I didn't really write anything down. But um, once that scene ends, I think we go to the club. And, you know, I'm going to just say this. Karen is my girl, but I don't know why Tyler Perry allowed for Karen's character to be there. You know, she was overwhelmed um, emotionally, and she just wasn't in the right headspace. She was a Debbie Downer. Her mood was off. 
if I'm going to the strip club, the last thing I want to do is to be sitting across from my friend and she has this mug on her face, her mood is off. Heffa, go home. <laughs> go home. Why are you there? But I, you know, I understand. Maybe she just wanted to make an appearance, I guess. So Andy apologizes to Karen, and Karen didn't say anything. She just kind of, you know, nodded her head or whatever. She's like, you know, I apologize. I'm sorry for hurting you. It won't happen again. And I'm thinking to myself, in the midst of this relationship, this friendship with Karen and Andy, and I know we have people who are on both sides of this equation, was Andy wrong? Was Andy right? To me, Andy was wrong as hell. There is nothing that Andy could say as a friend. If I was Karen, first of all, we need to have a private conversation without Danny and Sabrina. Or we can all have a conversation, and I just need everybody to just listen without giving me your two cents. What Andy did was wrong. And I think even in last week's episode where she was just like, you know, it's pathetic how Karen is acting. To me, like I said, I don't think Andy is a friend to any of these women, and that furthermore proved my point. I don't think she's a friend to them. She, I don't, I don't know. She's not a friend to them, and she's not a friend of Fatima. And so, like I said, Kara kind of just nodded her head and didn't really and did not respond to it. And so, I just believe that I'm interested to see how their friendship is going to go because Tyler is really good at creating a storyline and not finishing it. I think we have seen several times with Andy and Karen, these mishaps that has happened within their friendship and they never really come to a conclusion. They never talk about how they're not going to be at this point again, because something always happened, whether it's with the man, whether it's between just them solely, it's always something and it just never gets resolved. So I will say this. Well, let's, let me, let me say this for a minute. Cause, so there's a lot of people who are, you know, um, stating basically why didn't Karen tell her girlfriends that she's pregnant? That's why I don't believe she's pregnant. That's why she's shady to me. That's why I could never trust Karen. And in my mind, I'm like, well, damn, she literally just got a pregnant, a positive pregnancy test just a few hours ago. So I don't understand why that particular character gets so much hate about not saying something when Andy ain't told them Jack. <laughs> The last couple major instances that has happened in Andy's life, Fatima's the only one who knows. She hasn't told her girls anything. So I always find that interesting where, you know, what's good for the other is not good for the next. It's like, well, Andy can do it, but Karen can't. Or Sabrina can do it, but Danny can't. So I just find that part, I find that so interesting. So, and I'm like, she can she please just get a real confirmation first? Can she go to the doctor? We find that out that she has an appointment. We don't know where the hell that came from. But anyway, um, I'm like, just let let's let her get a confirmation. Then let her tell her friends if she chooses to. That is her information to tell. But anyway, I thought that was interesting that people question her loyalty to her friends because she hasn't divulged that information. It ain't like they tell her everything that go on in their life either. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So I think one of the major things in that whole scenario with Karen is that because her character is so strongly disliked, people tend to vilify her character rather than to humanize with it. Because I feel like what Karen is experiencing is not a far-off narrative. Whether it's from a man or a woman, you love someone, it's not working. You And, and I, could, I could even tell, I guess I feel like sometimes maybe Karen is experiencing a moment of stupidity in a sense where she's sitting back and thinking about her relationship with Zach. And it's like, damn, when you really evaluate this, this was not a healthy relationship. 
this wasn't a good relationship for either one of us. It was beneficial for him because he had to come out of the pocket for anything. So, you know what I'm saying? But it's just like the humanization of her character. And that's, that's Tyler's fault. That's the way that Tyler has written it. To me, he has written Karen to be a villain when it comes to the interference of her and now the situation when it comes to Zach and Fatima. But I'm going to get off that. So El Fuego, come, let me tell you something. El Fuego... He was my favorite one in um all the king all the queen's men. I think he's incredibly attractive and I just love seeing him on my screen. So we know El Fuego got this thing for Danny, so he came down to the girls' table and um to give them a little dance or whatever. So they was telling him, you know, to, to choose Sabrina. So they get up on stage and you know the dance was cute. It wasn't R rated. It was far away from all the Queen's men, but it was cute. It was a nice little dance. We were able to see how he, you know, rolled his body or whatever. I, I'm not complaining. I enjoyed it. And so um, Sabrina came down and sat down. Karen went to the restroom. But before that, <laughs> she asked Andy, did she invite Fatima? And so Danny was like, Fatima, Fatima who, who? And Andy was like, no, no, I, no, I didn't. Like, yeah, you should. You know, she's your friend. She's going to be around anyway. And I was like, of course, Karen was being facetious, I believe, just to see what Andy was going to do. Andy was like, you know, I'll text her. Andy pulls out her phone, and Danny is kind of like giving her the wink, like, you bet not do that. So once Karen left the table, she Andy was like, well, I'm, I, I wasn't going to do that. I said, hell, yes, you was. Tell myself, I'm like, I'm smart. I passed the bar. <laughs> Wait a damn minute, baby, because huh, you may have intellect, scholarly, but common sense, Andy, damn it, you don't have it, okay, sis? You just do not have it. So the girls decide they're going to leave. It's time to go. El Fuego wants Danny to stay. He wants to take her out for drinks. And she's like, oh, we can get some drinks right here at the bar. He was like, oh, we closing. So Danny, you know, I get she agreed reluctantly or whatever. But, you know, she 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 agreed. So Fatima and Zach, Zach tells Fatima that Karen is pregnant. And Fatima was like, by you? <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh. It was just the way that she said it. Like, uh, about who? That was just so funny. It was just me. It tickled me. I found it hilarious, whatever. That's neither here nor there. So when Fatima asked Zach was, uh, was Karen keeping it? And he was like, I don't know. She didn't really give me like a, a direct answer. I said, now didn't Karen say I'm not getting an abortion? I think she said that loud and clear that she wasn't getting an abortion, but Okay, whatever, let's move on. So, in one instance, I could tell that Fatima was kind of bothered by it. And then as the scene went along, she was just like, you know what, this is life. I said, now, wait a damn minute. <laughs> I'm all for top. I'm not all for Tyler trying to make Fatima. Let me preface this. I do like Fatima because I'm telling y'all, y'all, some, some of the Fatima fans, and I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this. Some of y'all Fatima fans are bullies. I see how y'all be coming for people in them forums as if your opinion is the only opinion that matters. And just because someone is t is Team Karen or Karen is their favorite, it doesn't mean that they're anti-Fatima or vice versa. Just because someone is a Fatima fan, it doesn't mean that they're anti-Karen or whatever. I think it's stupid. You be on whatever team you want to be on. But to continually, like, just drag people, some of y'all be dragging the hell out of people. I don't see how y'all could be Karen fans. If you're a Karen fan, that means you just like a shut up. Anyway, um, 
I just had to get that out for all the people who I be seeing getting bullied. And I be trying to help them in the form sometimes. But the way my finger set up, I've been got kicked out of face, kicked off Facebook. But anyway, um, I see how Tyler is trying to make it as, you know, Fatima is this go with the flow kind of girl, kind of woman. And, you know, well, we can't do nothing about it. And I can understand getting to that point. But in the moment, that just wasn't believable for me. I do understand that, yes, there's nothing you could do about it. The baby is already, you know, processing itself. But it's like, you're just about to, you made a commitment with this man and now you have this. I don't care how mature of a woman you are or how well put together the writer of the show tries to make a character. That still has to affect that woman in some way. And we just weren't at liberty to see or to hear how that news affected Fatima because the man that you love is about to have a baby with another woman. Yes, it was before y'all made a commitment, but still, it is what it is. So, he, you know, uh, Zach wasn't done with dropping off all this unwanted news. So, he tells Fatima about the money, excuse me. And she was just like, Zach, please don't tell me you and some stuff. But this is what happened, and then I did this, and Hayden. And she was like, well, how does Hayden equate into all of this? And he was just like, you know, somehow he found out about it. And he was basically telling Fatima what happened between him and Hayden. And, you know, she was like, don't worry about it. I'm going to take care of it. And he was like, well, how you not work? Don't worry about Hayden. I got it. And so he was worried, you know, of course, because he understands what he did. So for everybody who was like, Zach didn't know anything about it. Zach was well aware of what he was doing. So anyway, dealing with their the, the next scene with them, and it was their final scene for the night, I believe, um, when they got up the next morning, and, you know, Fatima was telling Zach, you know, that, you know, she was like, you tossed and turned all night. And he was like, yeah, you know, because he's concerned about this thing, which I understand. And so Fatima was like, don't worry about it. I got it. And he was like, what you going to do? Like, you kind of scaring me. Now, let me say this. Because, again, in the forums, it was like, you know, I hope Fatima handle Hayden. I hope Fatima take care of Hayden. This is my thing. I can't speak for any other woman. I can only speak for Alicia. I will not handle my man's affairs to me it is nothing attractive about a man who cannot handle his own affairs when it comes to Hayden and Zach number one I do understand him trying to have a level of um open communication with Fatima and not holding anything or hiding anything from her but the fact that Fatima was so adamant on dealing with that issue is like no Zach is a man let Zach handle that Hayden threatened him Hayden approached him Hayden ain't bothering you no more. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Indirectly he is, but he's not approaching you. I would have respected Zach as a character so much if Tyler would have wrote, no, I got this. I'm going to take care of this. I'm going to go get legal up, which means Zach going to go find him a lawyer, tell him everything that has happened with his insider trading, let them know what's going on with this other lawyer, Hayden, who's, who has it out for him. And far as what does he need to do from this point on? But allowing Fatima to take care of something, I'm like, that's why I can't really get with Zach like that. Why is this woman taking care or handling this for you? And as, and as I stated, that's just Alicia. Some some women may like doing that. Some men may like they woman fighting for them. I don't know. That's just not a character trait that I enjoy or that I would want in my life. But, um... Moving on with them, well, basically, they was, I guess Fatima decided that she's going to move in with Zach. That's their house. And I was like, what the hell? And I know that's for the, the spinoff. I understand, okay? 
But the interesting thing is when Fatima was trying to make sure that Zach knew that baby was his, and she was like, you know, how you know? How you know it's not the other guy? And he was basically like, you know, they haven't been together like that long. And in my mind, I'm like, but you don't even know how long of a time frame or a time gap between when Karen slept with you and Karen slept with Aaron. It was only two days. So I don't know if they meant sexually or just all together. Because my thing is, if Zach is saying that Karen hasn't been with Aaron for that long, gated amount of time, well, what the hell does that say about Fatima and Zach? I'm trying to under, I'm trying to make sense of it. And maybe that's my bad because some of Tyler stuff just don't make sense. But it's like, help me to understand that point. But anywho, moving right along. So Andy and Robin. So <clears throat> I didn't like this episode, just to let y'all know. Um, I'm just, I didn't like it. So basically when it comes to Aaron, excuse me, when it comes to Robin and Andy, Andy comes over, she goes to his house once she leaves the club. And, you know, she's all preppy because she knows she's going over there to get to have sex. And, um... I just found this storyline to be so weak because we find out that Robin owns the law firm. He owns the law firm. Robin has his own private jet, so he didn't have no issues with flying in and flying out. He can come and go as he pleases. So Andy was like, you know, why wouldn't you tell me that? Well, you know, once people know who you are and what you have, they treat you different. I said, wait, (laughs) I can understand if Andy was someone, and this is no diss, I can understand if Andy was someone who was working at a fast food restaurant and that's who you meet. And so you want to be like a little protective of your assets. But Andy is a lawyer. Andy making multi-million dollar deals. And Andy is very well off. So I'm thinking to myself, nah, that do, that's not on brand. That doesn't make sense. That just does not make sense. I don't know if that was lazy writing. I don't know what was supposed to happen with that news, but it didn't hit. It, it just didn't hit because it didn't make sense to me. And so she was like, you know, what if I want to continue to keep sleeping with you? It's going to be this boss, you know, basically this boss subordinate type of situation. And she was like, I don't think I'm going to like that. Needless to say, it didn't matter because Andy slept with Robin again. And so when Robin called for Tima to let him know, to let her know that Andy was going to be coming late in the office, I'm like, nigga, why would you call for Tima? You basically, and like Fatima said, she ain't stupid. They've been having sex all night. Like men, just some men, you know, this book, this intellectual situation ain't got no common sense because why would you do that? But anyway, you know, so Andy pops up. I'm just going to finish this stuff out. Andy pops up and, you know, she's like, oh my God, I'm running late. You know, I got to take the walk of shame. I'm like, hell, who know you at this hotel? If you don't get your clothes and get out, most of us have had a walk of shame. Okay. And I know I have, I've had a few. Okay, just go, just walk it out. Just a, hey, just walk it out. Just walk it out. Hold your head up high as if you don't regret anything, as if you're not ashamed. That's what I did. Oh, man, this, oh, quick story. I had a, it was an interesting night, okay? And the next morning, it was time for me to go, and this was at his house, and his cousins were sitting at the at the breakfast table. I said, oh, my God. I heard him out there. I walked out of there with my head proud up high as if I was royalty. I'm not ashamed of what happened. I'm not ashamed of what you might have heard. I'm going to take this whole stroll with pride and dignity. I was like, Andy, just take that walk, sis. But anyway, um, so, you know, he was like, well, why are you in a hurry to leave and all of this? And then he was like, you know, we want to do it again. And she was like, who is we? <sighs> 
Lord Jesus. Gary comes from out of the bathroom. I said, okay, now pause. We got to have a little come to Jesus meeting family. So was, was Gary there the whole time? Did Gary literally listen to, to Andy and Robin have sex? Was he watching them? I'm so lost. I mean, of course, I knew it was Gary the whole time, ever since they showed the preview in the first um, Tyler Perry after show. I knew it was Gary. Lord, <laughs> the people who people messaged me who that was going to be behind that door. People told me Karen. People told me Aaron because they think Aaron gay. I said, what the heck? What? What? I understand. And, you know, having your imagination and stuff. But it's the fact that these people really believe that. Like, they believed it like it was law, as if it was fact. That was the scary part for me. But anyway, um, I just, I'm like, Gary, how, how? And he was like, mind if I join? I have so many thoughts. I have so many questions. Um, Y'all were trying to run a train on Andy? I'm I'm lost. That is something that Tyler going to have to clear up next season. I don't understand it at all. How did you get there? I always thought that Gary and um Robin had some sort of connection because I if you go back and listen to my overviews, I never I never trusted Robin from the first moment he showed up on the scene. I knew he was about nothing. So I'm just now I am interested in finding out their connection cuz that was crazy as hell as far as like to be that close to being his hotel room. Who father, that was something there. That that was really something. But it made me think about that girl that was there in the threesome. Because all of a sudden she knows Gary. This is a woman who Gary has been having sex with. And this was the woman who was in the hotel room. All that all that just smells like a setup. So I think Andy gonna be in for it come season four. Um so then we get to uh a Fuego and Danny. Now I'm all for, you know, if you're single, I'm all for you being with who you want to be with. I'm all for that. You know what I'm saying? You ain't committed to anybody. However, when Danny said, you know, um, I have a friend who hasn't called me all day. I'm like, okay, so it's been one day and you got another man in your home. All right. Um, Now, I think because there hasn't been they haven't solidified their relationship as far as Preston and Danny are concerned. They're, they're not committed. They're not in a relationship. They know they have feelings for each other, which Danny has not always been honest about. And it's like, you know, I feel like the, the issue I have with Danny is Danny will tell her friends like it is. And she has been coming, you know, in the clutch recently. But my thing is, hell for you in the same scenario. You're in the same situation when they were at the club and she told Karen, like, Karen, what do you want? You want to be the preacher's wife or you want to be with Zach? Like, what is it? What do you want? I'm like, Heffa, we could say the same thing about you. Do you want to be with Preston wholeheartedly or do you just want to have sex with him? Or you just want to string him along? What do you want to do? Because you don't come off as if you know what to do either, sis. I'm lost. I'm confused. <laughs> it was just like... You're doing the same thing, you know what I'm saying? But we know that her feelings for Preston are legit, and these are real feelings. However, comma, let him know what you want this thing to be. So El Fuego was like, well, let me stay. Let me stay. The only people who going to know is your thighs and my lips. I said, well, damn. <laughs> El Fuego, 
You better talk that boy. But anyway, we don't know. We saw him. Da- I didn't like the slow motion stuff. Just let it play out. Um, that's my that was my only thing about that scene. Just let it play out. We didn't need all that extraness. It wasn't it wasn't needed. But you know, they wake up the next morning, <laughs> and we can't. We don't know if they had sex. I just want Tyler to get, you know, Danny a full-size bed maybe. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. We don't know for sure what happened. We don't know if he did, if he went down on her, if they had penetration. Or if we don't know what happened. But as, <laughs> as they were leaving out, Preston shows up. I said, see, Preston, you're going to get enough of popping up at this girl house. You don't call before you come. And for those who have listened to my reviews, y'all know that is a thing for me. Do if you're not my man, nothing out of ten. If you're my man, you're gonna have a key, okay? If you're not my man and I'm just dating you, first of all, you call before you come. You call me before you just pop up at my house, or you are gonna find something like this. The first time it happened, that was uh, when Danny had sex with old boy from the club. You know what I'm saying? A little chocolate. He was his little chocolate self, and then now you have this man walking out of Danny's house again. But you haven't called her. You haven't returned her calls. And, you know, you just pop up, which, you know, I'm going to talk about that when I do my review for the after show. But I'm call first. You won't find it. But I thought that scene was like, I'm trying to understand. I do try to understand, like, what is Tyler trying to portray with this particular character? What are you trying to say about her? You know, I really want to know that. And why do Preston... I can't really say nothing about Preston though because he's doing exactly what Danny said that she wanted. So maybe we'll get an episode or a scene or a season when she's being just open and direct about her feelings. Even if it makes her uncomfortable, just be honest about how you feel and what you want. So Sabrina and Maurice. Now let me say this. I truly appreciated the fact that we saw a different side of Maurice, that we were able to hear um, his perspective when it came to his parents, we hit on it once before in the first season, but it was coming from Calvin because Sabrina didn't know the dynamic between um, Maurice and his mom until Calvin told her. Now, what I didn't understand is the reason why Sabrina took it upon herself to basically do like a background check or research Maurice's father. I'm like, sometimes, and I've said this before, I feel like Sabrina gets off on a lot of stuff because she has this bubbly personality but how dare you go research someone's family why is that your business I'm I'm not understanding that that I I I ain't like that sometimes to me Sabrina comes off as a very untrustworthy friend you didn't think to just ask Maurice and see if he would be willing to tell you first it made me think about when she had Maurice do that drug test on Calvin sometimes just asking a question will keep your ass out of hot water Sabrina And even though I did understand what Maurice was talking about, because sometimes in life when you try to save someone and it fails, you know what I'm saying? You try your best or you try hard to save the next person that you find in that similar situation. And I think that's what he was trying to do with, or no, that's the way Tyler was projecting or trying to display. That's what Maurice was trying to do, but you don't have sex with people who you're trying to help. Okay. Jada Pinkett. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She grown. August was grown, but you were supposed to be helping that man, not helping yourself to that man. But that's a whole nother story. But I, I did enjoy seeing 
Brian's portrayal of Maurice in that moment. It was emotional. It was, you know, heart-wrenching that he walked in on his father, you know, and his father had took his life. You know what I'm saying? So it, that was that was hard. I, I, I could appreciate that because we just don't see Maurice seriously. You know, then he started laughing, and she was like, you know, don't laugh. And he was like, you know, that's how you cope with it. You have to laugh. I said, no, you get some help. Go talk to someone as a child and what he described and what he walked in on. That is, I can't even imagine. You know what I'm saying? I can't, I can't even imagine that that is some trauma for your behind. So hopefully I'm not even going to say hopefully for fourth season. Cause I'm going to set myself up for failure. <laughs> so we're not even going to go there. So, uh, um, I dealt with Preston and Danny. So we didn't see Karen for the rest of the night. Calvin wasn't on this episode and neither was Aaron. So we get to Fatima and Hayden. I know a lot of people like this scene. I know, oh my God, Fatima gangster. Fatima better not mess with my girl, whatever, whatever. I didn't like that scene. I didn't like that scene at all. At all. Number one. So you go into Hayden's car and... Y'all talking, Hayden, you know, Hayden, <laughs> Hayden didn't need to get punched in his mouth. I don't condone violence. I don't. And I don't like violent stuff, but you know, Hey, I didn't like the extreme that it went to. Cause I'm like, she put on them Bradley. Cause at first when the scene, when we got to that scene and I saw that black van, I said, that look like type of van that kidnapped folk. You know what I'm saying? And then I don't see nobody, but I think the windows were down. Maybe I can't remember that much. But I'm like, this is, this don't look right. This don't look right. So when I saw Fatima come into the frame, I said, oh, okay. So she gets into the car, and, you know, she basically like, why he keep messing with her, so forth and on, and then about Zach. And then, you know, she <laughs> she pulled out them brass knuckles, and, you know, she started punching him, started punching Hayden. I said, first of all, Fatima, either A, them some soft-ass brass knuckles, because the first punch from Hayden, his nose should have broke. Okay? Nose should have been broke. I didn't see no blood. And Tyler good for having blood. I ain't seen no blood in this episode. First of all, you hitting this man with brass knuckles and you ain't took him down yet. Either Fatima ass can't punch. Okay? Or something. Because I'm like, what the hell is this? And then when he hit her, and she was like, "That's the, you, you hit me. That's what I wanted you to do. And like she started laughing. I don't care what nobody say. I don't give a damn. Zach, you ain't even my friend. I don't like you like that. But you better start sleeping with one eye open, bro. You hear me? Because people love to say that Karen is Taraji P. Henson from, you know, Acrimony. If that's the case, then damn it, Fatima is Brandy from A Thin Line Between Love and Hate. I said that health. Zach. <laughs> Zachary Taylor. You better watch out because you done picked the wrong one, my dude. You done picked the wrong one. And then, you know, I guess them family members, because we know Fatima come from a family of thugs who sell drugs and this big, you know what I'm saying, cartel type of situation. I said, what the hell is this? What is this? Then people was like, oh, ain't nothing going to happen to Fatima. Ain't nothing going to happen. Oh, it's cameras in there. Now, it's not cameras in there. We found that from this, the episode where Fatima came and saved Andy from getting her behind beat in the garage with Jasmine. I really want to see Jasmine this season. But anyway, um, so Fatima was like, 
And he thought there were cameras in there. And Fatima said, no, there are only uh, cameras in the entry points, but there are no cameras in the garage. And then Hayden came out. I'm going to put a picture right here where I'm talking about. Then Hayden came out. Hayden was like, he had all of that um, on his phone. He filmed it. So he filmed Fatima talking about she hadn't had a good kill in a minute. He filmed Fatima having this gun, which I hope she got her permits to carry, license to carry, all of that stuff, because he has it on his phone. Now I say, see, you gotta, you gotta, you know, remember this stuff, because Tyler will do something in season one, and then don't bring it back to season four. I don't like it, but he does it. So I'm like, hmm. Okay. Now the issue that I have with this is that Fatima, you have decided. Fatima has decided to date a next con. We don't know all of Zach's priors, but we know that he is, you know, ex-con or whatever. And you have created, you have a crime. There's a crime on you, okay? And um, this is not going to go, this is not going to disappear. This is going to come back to your door. And so my thing is when they release their preview, I will do a um, separate video for the season four uh, preview that they um, that they released. And I'm just like, you know this is going to come back to you, right, sis? Okay, I just said all that to say that Fatima is no different than any of these other women. No matter how much the fans try to hype it up, that was a dumb move. And it was a stupid move to do it and where she works. That was just dumb. That was so dumb. But I'm just excited to see how all the <laughs> I'm excited to see how all this stuff turned out because... This is gonna be some mess. This is going to be even I didn't like this. I didn't like this episode. And I have a strong feeling season four is gonna be crap. Season three has been the worst season of sisters. And I'm I I think season four might be the next worst season. But here we here we are. I'm still reviewing and we still watching. <laughs> but we're gonna get through this. Uh we gonna get through this. I I said they probably got another season. Maybe they'll go to season five and then they will end it. But we'll see how Tyler goes. But um, thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. And uh, until next time, y'all be safe out there. One.